Good morning. I'm the Reverend Amy Richter, and I am here in Pasadena, Newfoundland, with Reverend Joe Pagano. And this is a service of morning prayer for Sunday, March 13th. Thank you so much for joining us today. Cast your burden upon the Lord, and He will sustain you. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Give me the joy of your saving help again, and sustain me with your bountiful spirit. Blessed be the Lord day by day, the God of our salvation, who bears our burdens. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke. Now about eight days after these sayings, Jesus took with him Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, which he was about to accomplish in Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep. But since they had stayed awake, they saw his glory, and the two men stood with him. Just as they were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings. One for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not knowing what he said. While he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my son, my chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone, and they kept silent and in those days told no one any of the things they had seen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. For our reflection on uh, today's gospel lesson, the story of the transfiguration, I'm going to read something I recently wrote on the transfiguration. It also includes a little bit about uh, a hike (laughs) up Grossmorn Mountain. On the Mount of Transfiguration, vision gives way to hearing. After Jesus predicts his passion, death, and resurrection, he leads Peter, James, and John up a high mountain where he is transfigured before them. The veil lifts and the glory that belongs to Jesus flashes forth. His face shining like the sun. Moses and Elijah also appear talking with Jesus. The one who will be stripped of his garments is clothed in splendor. The one who will be crucified between two criminals is flanked by Moses and Elijah. The one who will endure the shame of the cross will be glorified in the fullness of the kingdom. 
For the disciples, however, apocalyptic vision leads to confusion. Bewildered, Peter suggests erecting three dwellings, shrine mounts, to prolong or memorialize the event. A heritage plaque of sorts, commemorating the day our Lord blazed on the summit with two celebrated biblical mountaineers. Wrong. (laughs) Despite the profusion of Sinai allusions in the Transfiguration, the Ascent, the trio of companions accompanying Moses and Jesus, their shining faces, Jesus' discussion of his exodus with Moses and Elijah, Despite all this, Peter forgets that the God revealed on the mountain remains elusive. Jesus just told the disciples that he must go to Jerusalem, undergo great suffering, be killed, and on the third day be raised again. As St. Paul tells us, to the eyes of the wise and powerful, God's self-disclosure in the crucified Lord is scandal, folly, hidden. Peter sees the transfigured Jesus, but he doesn't understand. He babbles about buildings. God cuts Peter off mid-sentence. While he is still speaking, a bright cloud overshadows them. Even Peter couldn't miss this Sinaitic sign of God's presence. Visibility deteriorates as God's Shekinah enshrouds the mountaintop. God speaks out of the cloud, This is my son, the beloved. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. As vision falters, the encounter becomes auditory. The same words spoken at Jesus' baptism, identifying him as son and beloved servant, are spoken on the Mount of Transfiguration. But this time, an emphatic, listen to him, is added. Hear, listen, follow. Don't build a tent on the mountaintop that you can visit visit occasionally on a sunny day. Listen to the words of the Sermon on the Mount and do them. Listen to what he just told you about needing to go to Jerusalem to suffer, die, and rise again. Listen to what he said to would-be followers. Take up your cross and follow me. The vision on the mountaintop falters. The hearing and doing and following keeps us connected to Christ always. At the very end of Matthew's Gospel, the risen Lord meets the disciples on a mountain in Galilee. He gives the great commission, go, make disciples, baptize, 
And for the first time, Jesus commissions his disciples to teach. Teach them everything I have commanded you. Teach them to hear, listen, follow. Then Jesus reminds them that he is with them always, even unto the end of the age. The mountaintop experiences in the Gospels are not so much about the disciples going up, but about God's love coming down. Beatitudes descend upon the crowd. God's Son, the Beloved, must go down the mountain to Jerusalem, where he will suffer, die, and rise again. We do not need to go up the mountain to build a dwelling for Jesus. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. When the disciples hear the voice of the Lord on the Mount of Transfiguration, they fall to the ground. In fear and reverence, they prostrate themselves before the Lord. It is then that Jesus comes to them, touches them, and says, Get up and do not be afraid. The disciples look up, and they saw no one except Jesus alone. On the top of Gross Morn, this is my pandemic prayer, that Jesus would come near and touch me, that I would hear his voice say, Get up and do not be afraid, that I would look up and see no one, except Jesus alone. It is about three in the afternoon. We have only a few hours of daylight left to get back to our car before the sun sets. I pull the laces on my boots as tight as possible to prevent jamming my toes on the descent. I say a silent prayer that Jesus would keep us safe on the way down. I use the words from Compline to pray for all those who suffer because of this terrible disease. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. I cinch my pack tight, and we head down the mountain.
confidence and trust, let us pray to the Lord, saying, Lord, have mercy. For the one holy Catholic and apostolic church throughout the world, we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the mission of the church, that in faithful witness it may preach the gospel to the ends of the earth, we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those preparing for baptism and for their teachers and sponsors, we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. For peace in the world, that a spirit of respect and reconciliation may grow among nations and peoples, we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the poor, the persecuted, the sick, and all who suffer, for refugees, prisoners, and all in danger, that they may be relieved and protected, we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all whom we have injured or offended, we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. For grace to amend our lives and to further the reign of God, we pray to you, Lord. Lord, have mercy. We ask God's blessings and healing grace for Melvin, Denise, Glenn, Audrey, Diane, Cecil, George, Shirley, Janelle, Noreen, Clarence, John, Anne, Audrey, Donna, Dave, Suzanne, Cody, Penny, Danielle, Sean, Howard, Byron, Pat, and Eric, and also for Sadie, Doug, Sean, Kim, Doug, Connie, Deanna, Stuart, Herb, Dorcas, Marilyn, Connor, Irving, Marion, Debbie, Robert, Wayne, Jennifer, Stephanie, Nina, Carolyn, Bob, Joe, Percy, Doreen, Paul, Joe, and Percy, and any you wish to name now aloud or in the silence of your hearts. And we pray for peace in Ukraine and for refugees everywhere. Almighty God, whose Son was revealed in majesty before he suffered death upon the cross, give us faith to perceive his glory, that being strengthened by his grace, we may be changed into his likeness from glory to glory, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.